439 on WGN. This is John Hansen in for Lisa Dent. We've been talking about it during the news reports. City Council voting to spend $51 million funding uh, from a budget surplus from a couple years ago to pay for efforts to care for migrants from Central and South America sent here from Texas. The vote was approved 34 to 13. One of those 13 opposing was Alderman David Moore from the 17th Ward. Alderman Ward, thank, uh, Moore, excuse me, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. How are you doing? Good. What's the main crux of why you voted no? The main crux of why I voted no is because I called a meeting with um, my constituents, and it was not just on this issue. Um, it's something that I decided to do going forward on any critical issues that come before the council uh, to get their input on it so I'll you know make a, a, a decision that's best for the uh, residents that I represent. And they, they what their main concern was um, that the the um, Chicagoans were not getting anything out of it. They don't. They didn't mind helping the migrants, but they have. They're dealing with so many different issues. Um, from we don't have enough um, in terms of our park, which is Ogden Park, a field house that's over a hundred years old that looked like a prison that's coming apart. To um, seniors, their roof and porches are coming apart, and they, you know, their houses are paid for, but they're barely standing in their house because they don't have money to fix their roof and porches. And through their roof and porch program, they have to go through a lottery. And my seniors are screaming and saying, Alderman, why do I have to go through a lottery? And you just found $51 million to give to someone else. So they're frustrated about that. And they just, they're saying, hey, it's not either or, it's both and. And they don't see the both and. Well, aren't there other bills, though, that could go to certain those things? Have you introduced legislations to to fund those programs more oh, appropriately? Absolutely. Those, so that was surplus money. That's, that, that, that's the thing about it. There's a certain thing, like when you get grant money that comes from the state that's specific for that, that I voted for. I voted for that $20 million that came from the state because it was strictly emergency money that could only be used for certain emergencies um, like um, the asylum seekers. And I voted for that while others did not. Because you don't want to lose that money. This is surplus money that residents are looking for to help them with the things that they need done in their communities. Yeah, I just I feel like there's votes all the time about fixing potholes or fixing sewers. You can make the same argument. Like, let's not spend money on that when we have porches that are collapsing in our own backyards. Is it a little selective to choose this this specific bill? Make that argument because those what the taxpayers spend their money for, and so they're looking when they when they when these property taxes are going up, when they get hit with these fines and fees, they look for their. Um, their streets to be fixed, and we do a bond deal, um, an infrastructure bond deal for that. So if you if you even just went in and said, hey, okay, we're going to do this $51 million, but we're also going to do a bond deal to make sure that um, residents have X, Y, Z, then, hey, that would be fine as well. But th- those are the things that were not offered here. I uh, I appreciate that you went back to your, your ward and asked them what they thought. I think that's an important thing. But does it have to be uh, this or that? Uh, obviously people are going to say, I know I want the money to be in my ward. Isn't there a greater good here? And you did support, according to the Sun-Times, their interview with you, our, our welcoming policy as a welcoming city. Well, don't you have to put your money where your mouth is? If we want to be a welcoming city, don't you have to help people that are coming here? Absolutely, and that's what we did. We we, we gave the $20 million from the state. And then the other part is that, that this is, when you're talking about welcoming, this it, this is talking about welcoming people from different places legally, especially legally. Well, they're here. Well, they're, asi- they're, 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 they're asylum seekers. And, they are and here that's legally. What, 
that's that's what uh, that's what uh, America is talking about. That's what you hear um, the community saying. And so they don't want to spend all of their tax dollars. That's America is built on what uh, built on exceptional with African-Americans is built on people um, coming in from different countries. That's what America is, is, is built on. Well, and so um, when we, we have this, it's got to be a plan. It just can't be, say, $51 million, then you come back a month from now, ask for another $51 million. You've got to have a strategic plan. And that strategic plan just does not include the city of Chicago. That's treated, that's strategic, that's, oh, I'm sorry, the strategic plan includes... <laughs> Um, um, the, the, the our, our congressional um, body, it includes the state um, government, and it includes our Cook County government. Until all those entities come together and put a strategic plan together that we can support, hey, I, I cannot ignore the voices of my residents, and I'll never do that. You got people piling up on you, so I understand why you're, yeah. you're speaking, but, but who's in greater need today, do you think, the people of your ward or the people who are sleeping on the floors of police departments? And should that factor into your decision-making? The people, the people in my ward that's living in abandoned um, houses that I have to call D, um, Department of Family and Supportive Services for almost every week in an abandoned house to find someone a home um, um, where there's, where there's um, crime being um, sometimes committed or some people just don't have anywhere else to stay. That's, that's the greatest need right now. I know there's a lot of people that say, look, you're spending this money for migrant housing, uh, and ultimately that can help lead to them gaining a job, right? They're legal. They're here, they're here legally. After a certain number of months, they can earn jobs. We've heard of some of the migrants that got here last year now working in Chicagoland area, paying those taxes. Isn't there something to be said that those citizens, or those not those citizens, said, but those you, people? You, you said, you said you're, 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 you're hearing that. I, I, I haven't. I haven't seen oh, I've that. I've talked when to business owners who about, have hired Venezuelan when, migrants. When, when Mayor Lori Lightfoot talked about, hey, she can put those people to work right away when she was in office before she left, I sent an email to the mayor's office requesting where those jobs are, not only for them, but for the many people in our communities that are asking for work and looking for work. And so they, no one never provided me with that information because I'll help all people, including the migrants. Don't you think that it's a little, and I understand your, and I appreciate your, again, that you are fighting for people that voted for you and the people that didn't vote for you in your ward. And there is a lot of help that needs to go around to a lot of different places. I think that no one can deny that. There's a lot of disinvested community that need a little bit of money. But what, do you have to wait until every single citizen has everything they need before we can help people that, like, where do you draw that line? It's a very gray area isn't it it's not a gray area when you keep hearing that same thing we've we've, we've seen this picture before on, on numerous occasions when it comes to uh, especially the african-american community when, uh, when when it's always other people it's like okay um we got to do this because it's an emergency we have to do that because it is an emergency miss jones house roof falling through was an emergency before the migrants came before the migrants got here and guess what Nobody felt that it was emergency enough to take them out of a lottery and find more funding for which I pushed for in the administration. And so, and so all of a sudden you find $51 million. Again, it's not an either or. It's both and. And we can do both. Mayor and, John- until we do, and until we do both, I, I cannot support just one or the other. Mayor it's Johnson- got to be a both and. I'm sorry, Alderman. Mayor Johnson said after the meeting today that, you know, Chicago's not broke because it was emotional and heated and a little bit rowdy. He said, if anything, maybe Chicago is stronger 
after today's meeting because voices were heard. I just wonder what you make of that. Uh, um, um, the voices are good, but action is even better. Voices are good, but actions is even better. And so, and so when I see the action of that, then, then I, I have, I'll be able to stand uh, with that. Talk is cheap. Action is valuable. We, we grew up learning that. Alderman Moore, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks. That's Alderman David Moore from the 17th Ward. A lot of comments coming in on Twitter and on the phone lines, too. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. We're going to take a break. We'll do the newsroom temperature check. Get to some of your thoughts on this, too, on WGN.